Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation, SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Breaking down a little bit about the first round matchup, Gonzaga faces Grand Canyon out of the whack. Gonzaga, the three seed. So that makes Grand Canyon the 14 seed. The game will be played Friday in Denver, Colorado at the Ball Center. So, or Ball Arena, excuse me. So, Gonzaga, obviously, we know if you're listening to this podcast, you've been following Gonzaga's season, I'm sure, throughout. Uh, you know what their strengths, the weaknesses have been, the opportunities that they've taken advantage of, the opportunities they wish they would have made the most of. But that being said, I think they're in a great position, a great spot to make a deep NCAA tournament run. But to do that, you got to start off with a win in the first round. And the opponent, again, out of the whack, Grand Canyon, 24 and 11 on the season, but they've won nine of their last 10. They were the five seed in the whack tournament in Las Vegas. Well, where they won four games in a row. Their leading scorer, Ray Harrison, uh, was a big reason they are in the NCAA tournament. Two of those games in the WAC tournament, he had 30-plus points, including 31 points in the championship game. He's a transfer from Presbyterian. He uses a lot of their offensive possessions. Um, he can kind of do a little bit of everything. He can shoot it from beyond the arc. Uh, but what he does a really nice job of, he gets himself to the free throw line. So. Gonzaga will have to do a good job of guarding him uh, about six foot four. So I would imagine uh, Gonzaga will will split time with uh, Rajir Bolton and Julian Strother on him. Uh, their next best uh, offensive threat, uh, an undersized big, and that would be Gabe McLaughlin, 6'7", 230 pounds, averages almost 13 points a game, nearly eight rebounds per game. It'll be interesting to see that matchup if it goes to Anton Watson uh, or if it goes to Drew Timmy because um, Grand Canyon does not have a lot of size. They've got three other players at 6'10 or bigger, which in all honesty might be a little bigger than Gonzaga, but they don't play a ton of minutes. They're not uh, big in the rotation um, but that might change considering uh, they might want to throw a lot of different looks uh, and some size at Drew Timmy on the interior. Uh, next scoring threat that uh, probably need to be focused in on and be ready to take advantage of uh, knowing your scouting report would be Chance McMillan. Uh, nearly 11 points per game on the season, uh, six foot three guard um, from, from what, the clips I've seen and from looking at things, um, a really nice player. Um, so be interesting if it's Bolton on him for stretches or if it's Hickman. Um, but those are the three main players that uh, pose some problems for Gonzaga. The only three players that average in double figures for Grand Canyon, the Antelopes out of the whack. So Ray Harrison, Gabe McLaughlin, and Chance McMillan are the three leading threats on the offensive end of the floor for Grand Canyon. When you take a bigger picture look at who they are, 24 and 11, as mentioned, won nine of their last 10 games. That shows you they're a team that's peaking at the right time. 
their coach, Bryce Drew, played in the NBA for a number of years uh, before he got into the family business of coaching. And family business of coaching is exactly what it is. His dad, Homer Drew, coached him at Valparaiso. The name Bryce Drew might be familiar. He hit one of the most iconic shots in NCAA tournament history when Valparaiso knocked off Ole Miss in the mid-90s. Um, Bryce took over uh, at Valparaiso for his father shortly thereafter. Um, he takes off uh, for a big opportunity at Vanderbilt in the SEC, uh, where current assistant Gonzaga, Gonzaga assistant Roger Powell was with him at both stops, both Valparaiso and at Vanderbilt. So there's a little tie in there. Analytically, they are pretty good on the offensive end. 53 in Ken Palm offensive efficiency. Defense, kind of middle of the road to the bottom of uh, efficiency. 198 out of 363 teams um, in defensive efficiency numbers in regards to Ken Palm. I think for Gonzaga, obviously, first-round game is always important to uh, come out being in attack mode to be uh, to to show that the bright lights of the NCAA tournament aren't too big for you. Drew Timmy's been there a number of times. Julian Strother um, played big minutes last year. Roger Bolton played big minutes last year. Um, but when you look at it, I think the important things are for Malachi Smith, who's in a new role with Gonzaga here in the NCAA tournament for the first time. I think Roger Bolt, or excuse me, Nolan Hickman, as well as Hunter Salas. It's important for those guys, I think, to have a good experience in this first round. Play well, get those jitters out, uh, and then get yourself prepared to help Gonzaga make a deep run in the NCAA tournament because uh, everybody knows what Drew Timmy is going to do. Teams are going to focus on Drew Timmy. But I think the guards in particular, Hickman, Salas, and um, uh, Malachi Smith need to have good first round games to set them up confidence wise moving into the second round. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, continue to check back this week if we, as we have lots of updates, lots of features. Adam Morrison and I will be recording later tonight on what we both see in this game together. Some of our NCAA tournament memories. Um, he will be in Denver as while I'm here in Sacramento calling games for Westwood One Radio. Also, we'll be talking with former Gonzaga great Connor Griffin, um, one of the best all-time athletes ever to play Gonzaga basketball. He played basketball at Gonzaga, then he played college football for the University of Washington before playing uh, small college basketball in Southern California. He is now an assistant coach for the Denver Nuggets in the NBA. He's going to share with you a little bit about what to do in Denver on your days off in between games. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, appreciate you joining.